this night has become one of those nights for me that I, I really look forward to. It's one of those nights for me that I, that I, uh, I plan, I think about, what are we going to say, what are we going to do? It's more than just lining up people, praying over them, going home and thinking about, wow, we just sent some people out. Because what we're about tonight, I believe, is the heart of Wind Baptist Church. Part of the heart, I should say. And that is the mission's involvement of Wind Baptist Church throughout the years. One of the things we get to do tonight is celebrate that. And recognize the fact that for years, the heart and the desire of this church is to see the nations worshiping God. I don't think it happens because we pray about it. I don't think it happens because we give to it. I think it happens when we do it. And Wind Baptist Church has had a rich history of doing it, of saying, here I am, Lord, send me. You have been involved, Wind Baptist Church, prayerfully, financially, and personally. Many of you have heard and answered that call to take the gospel, the good news of Jesus Christ, somewhere else. Beyond the walls of this church, beyond the city limits, beyond the state and the nation into other countries. And because you have done that, you have made a difference. Lives have been touched. There are, there are families who for generations now and generations to come will point to a time when one of you, some of you, left the comfort of your home, left the comfort of air conditioning and the church, left the comfort of padded pews and carpet and great lighting and the wonderful humidity we share in the summer. Some of you have actually left that, I know. We know that. But you have gone to people you may not know, to a country you're not very familiar with, to a language that you don't have a clue how to speak. And when you did, you took the gospel with you, the good news of Jesus Christ. And through the ministries you were working with, through the missionaries you were working with, through your personal involvement, the gospel was shared and there are families who are telling their children and their grandchildren and their great-grandchildren and for generations to come, remember this week when people came from the United States, from Wynn, Arkansas, from Wynn Baptist Church, and they brought the love of Jesus with them. And your parents, your grandparents, your aunt or uncle, and they prayed to receive Jesus and they began to tell us about the love of God. And now you get to experience that all because you left here and went out there. There are families whose, whose homes have been changed for generations. There are villages who have been changed because of you. You have made a difference and are making a difference around the world. And I want to celebrate tonight, and I appreciate you, those of you who have done it. It doesn't make a difference whether you are working with children in an orphanage, 
Because those children are going to grow up and they will remember that somebody came and played with them. A student played soccer with them or they built, they watched them build, uh, do some construction at the orphanage or they sweat in the hot. Because Larry and Carrie, it gets hot in Haiti, doesn't it? And you work side by side with the missionaries who were caring for them. They're going to remember that you were making a difference. It doesn't matter whether you're in Southeast Asia or South Asia, whether you're in Zambia or Spokane, whether you're in the, the oppressive, the, I mean, the oppression of, 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 of Casper, Wyoming or not. You guys have been willing to walk away from what we have here to go tell them about Jesus. And when you did that, you made a difference. Please don't ever forget that. But here's what I don't want us to do. I never want us to get to the place where we're talking about remember wins. Y'all ever been around those people? Remember when? Been around those people and they, they really have their high school years because that was the glory years for them. I remember back when we played football. I remember when we were playing basketball. Man, we had, and all the stories about remember when, you know what that tells me? They have nothing worth living for now. Their glory is in the past. I never want Wynn Baptist Church, especially when it comes to missions, to, to get to the point that our glory is in our past because our glory is in our future. I want us to look forward to what God's going to do, and I want to celebrate that tonight, but I also want to take some time that we will be praying over and praying for our missions teams. So here's what I want to do. We did this last year, and I really enjoyed it, I, and I've heard several people say this. Um, but we're going to kind of prayer walk our, area, our, our different geographical areas, our mission trips. So here's what we're going to do. I'm going to ask our teams. In a minute, I'm going to sign places of where our teams are going to gather. Then I'm going to ask you as family and friends to come around those teams that you're connected with, whatever. Maybe you have a friend or a relative or, or somebody that's going on that team and you want to pray. And we're going to be praying over and for that trip. We're not praying over the people yet. We're going to do that at the end. Matter of fact, how many of you, you should everybody have a, those prayer requests for each of our mission trips? They were so kind to give us three prayer requests, very specific prayer requests that we could be praying for them. And so if you want to connect with our Haiti team, they've given us three. I want you to be praying those prayer requests over our mission trip, over our Haiti mission trip. You don't have to run to each one and try to do all of them. We're not going to do that tonight. We just don't have the time. Uh, if you're going to be in uh, part of uh, uh, the, the uh, Spokane trip, boom, come and be praying with that team over that area. There are specific prayer requests there. Leaders of those teams, you may want to share with them some additional prayer requests that we just didn't have room to print that, you could, that we could be praying for. Father, we do pray for every area on the map represented by these teams tonight, Lord. <clears throat> we lift up the leaders that they'll be working with and partnering with and coming alongside um, that you would encourage them tonight to know that there are people in Wynn Baptist, in Wynn, Arkansas, Lord, who love them and have been called to come alongside them. We pray for your spirit, Lord, to go before these teams Go before them, Holy Spirit, and prepare the way. 
I pray for these teams that, Lord, Holy Spirit, you would infiltrate their hearts and their minds. You would prepare them for spiritual battle, not only on the mission field, but even here, because as close as they get to their trip, you know the enemy's going to attack, and we pray against the enemy tonight. Devil, you have no place on these trips. For we serve the King of kings and the Lord of lords. We serve the one who holds the key to heaven and hell and who has claimed victory over the enemy. I claim victory over the enemy for these teams. I claim victory over the enemy in these places of ministry all around the globe. We claim victory in the name of Jesus for those who will declare Jesus as their Lord and Savior while they're there. We claim victory for the families who will look back to this summer and said, I remember when the people from Wynn, Arkansas came and they brought the love of Jesus. And when they did, our home, our family changed forever. Make yourself known, Lord. Make yourself known through these who have heard the, the calling, who have answered that call, and who have sacrificed their time, their comfort, their money, their energy, preparation to be used by you. May you be glorified. May you be lifted up. May your heart be full of joy because of the work that these groups are going to be doing. And may you draw all men unto you because of the obedience of your people. When we lift up the name of Jesus. We pray this in his name. Amen. Amen. Thank you all for praying. If you want to make your way back to your seats, feel free to do that. Um, if you have your um, prayer guides here, uh, one of the things I want to make note of is that our Ukraine uh, teams, actually going to be two teams uh, two trips, and I only put one of the dates, so I want to give you the second date so that you can be praying during that week as well. The second date would be September 14th through the 21st, so if you want to write that on there, uh, feel free to do that. So it'll be one in June and then one in September, and so uh, I failed to put, add that on there. I want to make sure you have that uh, to your list. Recently, earlier this year, um, I read a book called uh, The Insanity of God, and then later on I, I read, I mean, I watched the, the, the movie. As a matter of fact, I showed a clip of Nick Ripkin in an interview with him uh, during our uh, Experiencing God Together time. And in that clip, as well as in his book, he makes this statement, which I had never realized until I thought about it, but he says, the word missionary is never used in the Bible. How many of y'all knew that? Because I really didn't for a long time. And so I started looking it up, and it's right. The word missionary is never used in the Bible to define anything or anyone. But I do know this. If you follow in, in Acts, if you follow the people of God, the disciples of Jesus Christ, as they went out, they did missions. 
And so as I look at that, as I followed through that in backs, you know what I realized? Missionary isn't, isn't, isn't just another profession or something we do for two weeks or a week in the summertime. Missions is what we do when we fulfill the Great Commission and the Great Commandment. When we go and make disciples, we're going to love God and love people. And we're going to be missionaries. Matter of fact, the greatest thing we could do as the disciples of Jesus Christ is take the gospel to a lost world. Even if that's right here in Wynn, Arkansas. See, you can be a missionary at work. You can be a missionary uh, out on the ball field. You can be a missionary in your classroom or on your teams or in your clubs. You can be a missionary in your neighborhood. Matter of fact, that's what we all ought to be doing as we're living out this life in following Jesus Christ. If you want to turn in your Bibles, I want to read two passages to you. Uh, one is, they're both in Acts. One's Acts chapter 8. Then if you want to turn to Acts 11, uh, 19 to 21, I'll be reading that as well. Acts chapter 8, beginning with verse 1, and it says, And there arose on that day a great persecution against the church in Jerusalem. Now remember, in Acts chapter 7, Stephen is stoned for, for following Jesus, for doing great and mighty works. And of course, I guess it didn't help that he kind of went, and you guys are going to probably go to hell because you killed Jesus. He didn't quite say it that way, but he come on to him. He didn't back down, did he? And they got so mad at him, they took him out and they stoned him. And who was there? holding the coats, condoning it all the time. Saul. And then we get into chapter 8, and so there arose this great persecution. People were like, all right, this is fun. Let's go, let's go get some more Christians. And they were all scattered throughout the regions of Judea and Samaria, except the apostles. Devout men buried Stephen and made great lamentations over him, but Saul was ravaging the church and entering house after house. He dragged off men and women and committed them to prison. Verse 4, now those who were scattered went about preaching the word. What do you imagine they were preaching? The gospel. They were taking the gospel wisdom. As they, as they literally ran for their lives, they took the gospel and they said, oh, by the way, let us tell you about Jesus. Over in Acts chapter 11, 19 through 21, now those who were scattered because of the persecution that arose over Stephen traveled as far as Phoenicia and Cyprus and Antioch, speaking the word to no one except Jews, speaking the word, sharing the gospel to no one except Jews. But there were some of them, men of Cyprus and Cyrene, who on coming to Antioch spoke to the Hellenists, the Greeks, preaching the Lord Jesus Christ. And the hand of of the Lord was with them, and a great number who believed turned to the Lord. A couple things I want to point out about these passages, and then we'll move into our time of, of commissioning. One is, these were not the professional religious leaders. These weren't the pastors. Matter of fact, in Acts 8.1, it says that everybody except the apostles ran. The apostles stayed right there in Jerusalem. So these were lay people, just like you, just like these that we're going to be praying over, who said, Lord, I'm going to go, and when I go, I'm going to take the gospel with me. And they took the gospel of Jesus Christ with them, just like members of this year's mission teams 
will be taking the gospel with them. And they, they're going because they answered the call as disciples of Jesus Christ. See, these men and women, when they left Jerusalem, went out, and nobody commissioned them, nobody prayed over them, nobody laid hands on them, nobody sent them out. They just did it because that's what they knew to do. Every one of us are called to be missionaries. Actually, we're called to be disciples. A missionary is part of that calling to be a follower of Jesus Christ. And whether you get up uh, tomorrow morning and want to go with our Southeast Asia team, by the way, y'all got to get some later flights because getting up and leaving wind at 3 o'clock in the morning is for the birds, but that's when we got to leave in the morning. Yeah, I'll be back before some of y'all get up. I don't blame you. I wouldn't either. Um, but we are leaving. But it doesn't matter whether, you know, they're, they're going to leave in the morning. But they're doing it because of their heart for the Lord. Not because they want to be called a missionary. This group down here who's going to be going to Ukraine isn't doing it so we can pat them on the back and say they're missionaries. No, they're doing it because they have a heart for a group of people who need Jesus and to be ministered to. This group right here who's going to be going to Spokane, they're not doing it because they want to be called a missionary. They want to do it because they're following Jesus and have a heart to see the people of Spokane come to know Jesus Christ. And they're going to go taking the gospel with them. That's happening at place, at place, at place that Wind Baptist Church is sending out missionaries. I wish, maybe we should call it discipleship commissioning. You ever thought of that? Maybe we should call it that instead of missions commissioning. Because they're simply responding like the people in Acts did out of an overflow of their walk with the Lord. Lord, here I am, send me. They're just following God. They're just following God. It just happens to be following God to another country or to another town or to another state. And so I'm excited about what God's going to do. Tonight, we have the opportunity, really a privilege to set them apart, to send them out, to celebrate with them what God is already doing and will do in and through them wherever they go. So tonight I want to introduce our teams in no particular order. Uh, I just have them printed on my list. And so I don't know. I mean, I don't think they're in any particular order. No, they're not. So I'm going to introduce our teams, and as they come, uh, y'all just hang on. I'm going to introduce all of our teams. They'll be up here at front. And then after I introduce them, uh, get through with the last team, I'm going to invite you as friends and family to come and to gather around one or two people and uh, begin praying over them. Praying for them specifically, personally. This is that time where we're going to pray for somebody purposefully. All right? So here's our Haiti team. So uh, Larry and Kara Kay, if y'all want to come on down, and I'm going to give y'all kind of that side because that's a pretty good size of crowd. And uh, Blair McClanahan and Brianna Irvin are going to be part of that. Debbie and Katie Weaver, uh, come on down. Don't wait. You know I'm going to call your name. Just go ahead. What are you looking at, Katie? You waiting for mom? You're fixing to go to college. I'm, <laughs> yeah, you don't want to stand up. No, I don't understand. All right. Uh, Brandon Keeling, Russell, Susan, Carolyn, and Emily Williams. Let's see, that's how you stand up. You just get up. And then Terry and Shira Moody, if they would come on down. 
Here's our Southeast Asia team. Uh, we, of course, Don and Lynn and Rachel Gibble, they're already there. They go ahead of the team to get things ready. And so be sure to remember to pray for them. But uh, Gay Kittrell, Sarah Morgan Parsons, Vicki Burton, and Mary Helen Winkler. If y'all just gather right next to this team right here. You see that? Four women. We're leaving at three. I should have told them to. No, I'm kidding. They're actually very good. They'll be here on time. I know them, and they will be here, but it's good. Hey, our Estes Park team is going to be led by Nikki and Carl Garner, and uh, it's going to include David and Connie Weaver, uh, Murray Smith, uh, Jason Christie, Kaylee and Alicia Leak, and then Todd McCommon. I'm going to go ahead and introduce our Ukraine teams. And then, Dustin, we'll give you all that end of the... Our Ukraine teams are going to be uh, uh, Todd and Griffin Mano, and then uh, Jennifer Mano and Lisa Love. And so they're actually taking... They're, they're going on two different trips for two different purposes. Um, Todd and Griffin are going to be leading a children's camp, and then Jennifer and Lisa are going to be working for a women's conference. And then our Spokane team is going to be uh, Dustin Clegg and Lathan Barnett, Zane Colvin... Kendall Davenport, Reed Aiken, Ray Garner, Emily Hill and Emily Hirons, Carly McDaniel, Brett and Katie Miller, Callie Murphy, and Garrett Sherman. Huh? Where's Ryan at? Where is he? Ryan, come on up. I don't know why. Yeah, I got his information packet. I'm just saying I did. Thank you, Ryan. Thank you for making I didn't, can't believe I didn't have that on there. All right. Now, friends and family of Wind Baptist Church, here's what I want to invite you to do. I don't know who God's calling you to be praying for, but I'm going to invite you, if you would, stand and come forward and gather around uh, the person that God has put on your heart to be praying for, whether it's friends or family, a Bible study class members, uh, ministry uh, friends, uh, however you want to do that, come pray. Uh, over uh, these folks and asking God to uh, minister to them and minister through them uh, this week. Father, we lift these up who have, who have said yes. And may their willingness to serve you be reason to rejoice. May you fill them with your spirit, Lord, now. May you make them mindful of the enemy and how he will attack them, and he will do that, Lord. But may they be reminded that, Lord, they are overcomers, that they have overcome this world because of their faith that Jesus Christ is the only and true Son of God. Father, we thank you for this night and we lift them up to you. And as we continue to worship in song, Lord, may we continue to be in prayer for these who will be leaving. Man, is, man Lord, I, I'm so excited about what you're going to do. I, I, don't, I don't even know. Thank you, God. Thank you for allowing us to be a part of your work around the world. May you be lifted up in the name of Jesus. Amen.